Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Demastered. As always, I'm here with Chelsea, and today uh, we have a special episode for you all. We're going to be talking about our experiences with video game music. So I know specifically for me, video game music has not just been like um, like a hobby um, or just kind of something there in the background all my life. Uh, a lot of video game music is the reason why I became a music teacher in general. It's it's always been there for me. It's always been very special as well. How about you, Chelsea? Oh, that's real. That's really neat. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm. I do enjoy video game music. I probably have more awareness of like music and film, but there's definitely games that definitely stand out in my mind that have really great music. And there's definitely a couple where I've definitely purchased the albums to listen to all the time. And the video games, I feel like, can't be what they are without their music. Yeah, it's like it's a core it's a core part of it. Mm-hmm. If you took the music out of some games, they just they wouldn't have as much life to them. There wouldn't be as much to love. No. Now, I say that and I know there are people out here out there who will play any game and they'll like blast other music like over mm. that game. Now, it, I guess that completely depends on the kind of game you're playing. You know, if you're playing like a like an online shooter or some kind of online multiplayer thing, like I could see it being a lot easier. Like you don't really need the music. You don't need the sound of the game um, because you're just chilling, playing games. Um, But for me, I play a lot, a lot, a lot of like story-driven RPG-like games where the music and just the sound in general is, it just goes hand in hand with the experience of playing the game. Yeah. It helps make it more immersive. I totally agree. I Absolutely. I don't think I ever have really listened to anything else while playing a game. It just, it yeah, it really takes me out of the experience. And I just, I like to be in the know. Even if it's, even if I am playing some multiplayer shooter, I still want to know what's going on in the game. I don't want to be distracted by right outdoor, yeah, <laughs> outside music. <laughs> <laughs> and and some, some games and consoles and stuff allow you uh allow you now to just pump in whatever music you want to mm-hmm. through the console itself. Like, bizarre. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but bizarre. <laughs> it's cool for the people who like that, but that's that's not our thing. <laughs> yeah, not not our thing at all. Not our thing at all. Um, well, is, are there any, any other thoughts you want to share before we jump into our experiences? I think the only thing to add is that I feel like, at least the games I've played, I've never really experienced any bad music. I've just experienced music that, like, some of it that just really sticks with me or those that, you know, just mm-hmm. works well in the game. And then when I'm done playing that game, then I don't really think about that music. But that doesn't make it bad. It just makes it a part of that particular experience. Right. And and sometimes, like, I know for me, like, playing a specific part of a game, something that's annoying, something that's maybe you've had to do a hundred times because you keep messing up. And then mm-hmm. there's that music. The music that always taunts you, taunts that mocks you, yes. no. <laughs> that makes you just want to throw your controller because now the song's stuck in your head and you can't figure out the thing you're trying to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So true. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> and something that comes to mind for me is um, in Final Fantasy X, there is the section of the game you have to play a lot. Like every time you get to a new temple in the game, you have to do this kind of mm-hmm. like sphere puzzle thing. You... You run around this temple, which is kind of, it's a maze, but not quite a maze. Like, it's like hallways and stuff usually. Um, And you have different kinds of, like, spheres that your player can hold, but you can only hold one sphere at a time. Mm. But you have to, like, put the spheres in the right little, like, holes in the wall. Okay. You have to find the right combination to make it do what you want. Um, In some of those later ones, they they can make you go for a long time in the music during that. Like, it's appropriate kind of like take-your-time puzzle music, but if you happen to get frustrated at it, you will take it out on the music first. <laughs> it it really just gets your gets into your head and makes you want to just kind of like mute it. Because <laughs> you just start focusing That's on that and you just hear it more. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And, and just like the frustration of not being able to like put the spheres where you want. Mm-mm. It's not a good mix, at least for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, so 
I'm sure like me, Chelsea, your experience with music, video game music, started when you started playing video games. Do you have any video games, like, from your childhood that you can still remember those songs or, like, maybe you'd play that game because you wanted to hear that music again or anything like that? Yeah, I feel like some of them are just really iconic for probably anybody who's familiar with video games. You know, like the Super Mario theme. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's definitely one that, yeah, sticks with me. Like, you immediately hear it. You know what it's from. Brings you back to your childhood. Then I also think about Tetris. I was thinking that just now. (laughs) Yes. I I love love the Tetris. Tetris theme so much. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I could just listen to that for sure. Like, any time. I listened to it earlier today. That was the first game. Did you really? Yes, I did. (laughs) I have kids who ask me to play... I have kids who... They will ask me to play the Tetris theme on, like, Mm -hmm. the piano. And I'm just like... They do... I do it, but I'm just like, you you know what Tetris is? (laughs) Like, you all still care about Tetris? That's cool. (laughs) But then I get, like, well, that's not how that song goes. And I'm like, don't... Don't tell me (laughs) how the song goes. I know how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do not question us <laughs> yeah I, I say i say those kinds of things do not recite the dark magic to me child <laughs> they think yeah. they're smart they do <laughs> mm-hmm. no tetris theme is just great i love tetris the game itself could play anytime i don't ever get tired of that music just great Mm-mm. i like going like through mario and stuff Mm -hmm. um way back then and even today if i'm ever playing any of those old mario games like the nes ones snes even the 64 versions if i'm playing the mario games i am probably like singing or humming the music along with it (laughs) it's just it's so baked into there i just can't Mm -hmm. um and zelda kind of does a similar thing with me too um like specifically ocarina of time I spent so much time playing that as a kid. I I could one, I could play the game every day, all day, but the music, it's just it's so like just caked into me, I just can't I can't mm-hmm. turn it off. Yeah. A lot of things I a lot of times I'll like I learn uh the little like Ocarina songs, I'll learn them on the guitar and stuff like that. Oh nice. And I wait for kids to like to be like, Wait a minute, is that Zelda? And I'm like, Yes, we became best friends, absolutely. <laughs> it makes me happy. Uh, some music from childhood that I think about that is kind of annoying though but when you hear it you're just like you know mm-hmm. what you're playing Pokemon the early Pokemon games like the oh, battle gosh. music I love the early Pokemon <laughs> well the battle the battle music because you hear it so much yes. like the battle music while they're classic songs like they do kind of like they run their course yes <laughs> But when you're out in the world, like, that part's fine. But... I, I love, yeah, I love, like, the towns and the routes and stuff. I love that music. But I remember, like, playing those older games. If I get in a battle, I'm like, where's that volume button? Let's just yep. scooch that down for a minute. Oh, battle's <laughs> over. Pop that back up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> just too much. <laughs> Heard mm-hmm, it too many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and with, with Pokemon now, we have nine generations of music. <laughs> So much Pokemon music. Yeah. It's never going anywhere, I guess. No. Has it evolved over time, or are there different generations that you like more than others? Um, it, it does, it changes. They make new music every generation. Um, outside of a very few songs, like the po- like the Pokemon Center music, mm-hmm. it's always the same melody, but it always gets a new version mm. um, in every game. Like, uh, like Dearly Beloved in Kingdom Hearts. Same song, but it gets, you know, every game gets a new version of it. Um, the evolution music, all things like that. Yeah. Um, some things change, others stay the same. Uh, but like the new Pokemon game is actually very appropriate for this conversation. Um, the new Pokemon game that just came out, just came out within days of this recording, was composed by a musician named Toby Fox. Um, and I don't know if you'll recognize that name a lot. I don't think he's done a ton, a ton, a ton of games, but if you have played Undertale or uh, Del- Deltarune, I think it is. I have not. He's made, uh, they're kind of, they're like indie games, kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, Undertale is, is is an indie game, but like it has quite a cult following. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and even like, I find kids that, kids that love it all the time, which is weird. It doesn't seem like one of those kid friendly games. They love it though. So, Hey, but anyway, he, he wrote the music for those two games and Nintendo invited him to write the music for this, you know, mainline Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll tell you the music, the music in the new Pokemon game, it's fantastic. It's great. He, um, for some of the songs, he took like older melodies from like the original games and stuff and mm -hmm. just like gave them completely new like remixes that you wouldn't even realize until like way later. Oh my gosh, it's that, it's that melody. Um, he did a lot of really cool things with the soundtrack and I appreciate him for it. There's a lot of like funk and groove and stuff like that in it. It's a <laughs> that good is time. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, you hit you hit a lot of the similar things as far as like childhood games for me. Mm -hmm. um, Mario, Zelda, Pokemon, like Tetris. Those were a lot within those series. Those were a lot of the games that I played growing up. Add in a, maybe a little bit of Sonic, a little bit of Mega Man. Oh, yeah. Sonic. Have you ever heard Mega Man music before? It doesn't pop out of my mind right now. So no, I don't think I've heard much of it. A lot of the Mega Man soundtrack from like every Mega Man game ever, it's very electronic, like, mm. but it's also, they're all extremely upbeat, like very fast, very mm. like, because, because, uh, you know, Mega Man's not a slow game, particularly like you're moving, you're shooting, uh, and the music helps you keep that energy up, uh, to get where you're going. But, um, the Sonic music, like the Sonic music in like the first three games specifically, I have a similar relationship with that music as I do with like the old Mario music, where if I play the game, I just, I'll just start humming it because it's in there somewhere mm -hmm. and the game pulls it out of me. <laughs> yeah. Can't play. I completely forgot about Sonic when you mentioned that. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I did play a lot of Sonic and I do remember <laughs> that music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, so that was kind of, that's the beginning of our experiences with video game music. Um, do you have any games right now that you're playing that music is just killing it for you? Right now? Well, yes, actually. I am playing Horizon Forbidden West. I knew it. I knew that's what the answer was going to be. <laughs> yes. I mean, the first game's music, incredible. And it just continues on to this. It just... I don't even know how to like fully describe the music. It just fits so well with this just like mix between the... like. The game's quote present day and like uncovering mm -hmm. the past and just the different cultures and and even about like the main character Aloy herself and just this journey and just mystery and well it feels so like I don't I haven't played the second one at all so I can't speak to that but the first game's music I remember it just being it just felt so personal mm -hmm. like there's a even if it's just like the like um open area music just you know when you're wandering around like, even that music just feels so emotional. Yes. Like, the music could just be, like, the thoughts in the back of Aloy's head as she's going going on her little journey. Like, they, they feel so important. Mm-hmm. Does it, you think it stays the same for the second game? Is it a similar kind of vibe? Yeah, it's a similar vibe. It just kind of evolves more with Aloy being, mm -hmm. you know, knowing more of who she is and what she wants to accomplish mm -hmm. versus trying to figure out what is she doing? What is her purpose? Nice. Yeah. Someday. I'll get around to it someday. My list is long enough as it is. <laughs> uh. I understand. Yes. But definitely, definitely worth playing. Yes. Just mm. not even just for the music, but just for the game itself and the story. Is there anything else? Any, any other particular music from other games that you've been playing? It could just go you know, in the last few months or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I, I know it's one game I believe you have played as well. It's been a couple months since I finished that one up, but the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, if you haven't played the Guardians of the Galaxy, like, you can make wild assumptions about the soundtrack of the game, and you would be right. Like, it's, there's nothing shocking about it. They, they really take it from, like, the movie. Mm -hmm. um the kind of stuff that they were doing in the movie and just apply it to the game but like it's it's how they use that music and they use that music really good i mean it's a good time it's just even like part of like the the battles the fighting when you're huddling up as a team mm -hmm. and, <laughs> <The huddles. laughs> and how they react yes <laughs> 
And even when you're just on the Milano, just chilling out and all the different tracks, I mean, yeah, it's all, although there, I guess there is some music that was made specifically for the game because they made that fake band, Star-Lord band. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but man, that that Star-Lord music, it was pretty good. They did Mm -hmm. a good job with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's lots of music in there. Yeah, lots of music that, you know, people will clearly be familiar with. And like, yeah, you mentioned, if you've seen the movies, you know what kind of era the music's from. Mm-hmm. I know, I guess I've actually played a lot of games recently that have had some really kind of iconic music or music that's really stuck out to me. Have you ever played The Artful Escape? I have not. Are you familiar with that one at all? I've heard the name. Okay. But I haven't played the game. Yeah, so... That one, like, music is a big part of that game. I think it came out either last year or the year before, and then you're basically this guy who's trying to find, like, his sound, because he's, like, the relative of a big, like, folk musician, and so he's expected to play folk music, and he wants to rock out and goes on this trippy journey through space, and you just play his guitar and go into the area and stuff. It yeah, it's not, it's not the game that I was thinking of. I was like, wait a minute, this is ringing a bell. There was a game that it had a demo it was like a rhythm game on the computer mm. um but like the story was told through you like playing the like the rhythm portions of the game and it's and that's kind of similar where like he has a relative and he's trying to get like their band back together or so i can't it's been such a long time since i played that demo but it i don't i don't think it's the same game though yeah and this game you kind of like get transported and to like play with and rock out with aliens you can go on these like crazy guitar riffs and just run around the world just playing your guitar and oh, it just cool. it just matches really well with like the music that's actually playing throughout the game mm-hmm. in the background and it's really interesting how no matter what like when you start playing the guitar or whatever how it just all the music just incorporates really well together so it really it's like it's a music game mm-hmm. it's a yeah gotcha do you play a lot of music games no, I really don't actually. It just <laughs> <laughs> apparently it just it just caught my eye and I was like, "Well, this seems interesting. I'm kind of curious what the I cuz I really didn't even know what the game was about. I just I just heard a lot and read a lot of really good things about it and just wanted to try it out and I was like, "Okay, well, this is really cool." <laughs> and that's okay, you know. Um you become interested in something and you just go for it. Yeah. Especially if it's like a new kind of game for you, like that's that's how we grow. Yeah. That's okay. Definitely. Well, do you play a lot of music games? Or just Um, I haven't played any lately, but I I have played a bunch. Um, although nothing nothing terribly shocking. Um, you know, they have there was the Kingdom Hearts music game that came out gosh, was that like 2 years ago now? I think so. Maybe the beginning. Least, yeah. It it feels like a long time ago. Um, you know, and then uh, there's Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, both of those games are just like, just big compilations of all the music in the whole series. And then they give you a fun, like, rhythm game to play to those songs. Um, so it's not, it's just, it's really just a fun, they're just fun games. They're not meant to do anything crazy. Um, I've played a couple of the Persona ones, which are just very similar, like, press the button at this time mm-hmm. do these things it's uh guitar hero yeah i've played that. and rock band lots and lots and lots of them dance dance revolution um dance dance revolution <laughs> always absolutely yes. now i haven't played that in a very long time me neither oh gosh but, it's been such a long but time but it, it was a phase it was a phase i did own one at one point it was in mm-hmm. i think it was in the ps2 Yes. Yeah, because I had like the pad thingy and mm-hmm. like plugged into the controller slot. Yes. But if I go to like a, I don't know, like I don't know, like a bar or something that that has that, mm-hmm. I'm like itching. I'm like, let's do it. Let's yes. embarrass ourselves in public. Let's go. It's such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good time. You can play on easy mode. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I love them. I love. I love. I really like all those games. Mostly because it's just a celebration of the reason that I love those games. But the gameplay is also fun for me. It's not fun for everybody. Like, poor Brandon. Um, he doesn't handle those kinds of games very well. Mm. He'll watch me play them. He he loves watching me play them. But he doesn't handle those games so well. Like, when we got the Kingdom Hearts one, 
Um, like I got I got it on the PlayStation. He got it on the Switch. Um, mm-hmm. And we played it like together, like at the same time. But I think he gave up on <laughs> on his, <laughs> and he just kind of watched me and waited for me to beat the game, so he could get like the new cutscenes and stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's gone back to finish it in <laughs> like ever. <laughs> Some of those games can be kind of frustrating. I've definitely gotten stuck yeah. in some of those type of rhythm type games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm I feel like there's a major one that I'm missing. But nothing's coming to mind. But I feel like there's something that I'm supposed to be remembering. Like a music game of some sort. I'm gonna get in trouble for rem- for not remembering it. I don't know. Yeah, there's so many different ones. I'm like, yeah, you really opened it up when you were talking about yeah, like Guitar Hero and stuff. And I was like, oh, duh. Yeah, I've totally played all those games. And yeah. But yeah, it's definitely been a long that time. That was like the games of our people at that age. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the kids kind of know what that is. They know, kind of know what Guitar Hero is. But like, they'll never understand. <laughs> no, no. How prevalent that game was. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, it wasn't even just for like people our age. Like my family got heavily into those games like mm-hmm. we'd go visit mm-hmm. my relatives and be like we all had to take turns because we all wanted to play whether it was mm-hmm. guitar hero or rock band or yeah dance dance revolution it would be all the time <laughs> just non-stop it was like it was like when was when the Wii came out you mm-hmm. know and everybody had to play Wii sports all the time yes all the time it was bowling all day it was the other. same kind of thing <laughs> uh, i was i did tennis that was my thing mm. I liked Wii Tennis. My family was all into the bowling. It just, oh, side story, but one of my younger cousins would just, like, actually both, like, two of my younger cousins would show off. They would be in another room and be like, watch us get uh, turkey. And I'm like, really? You're just showing off. And I'm like, you're not even facing the TV and you're just bowling strikes. <laughs> <laughs> well, those those games, it was so easy to, like, not cheat, just, like, I know the motion I have to make right now, so let's just do yeah. that. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's move on, I think. Um, Chelsea, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you ready? Yes. If you had to pick a favorite series for music only, what would you say? I have to go with my gut reaction. Kingdom Hearts. Eh, good. That was expected. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I'm glad I passed the let's test. Put, let's put a... Yes, let's put a pin in Kingdom Hearts. Let's talk about that okay. here soon, because I feel like if we start talking about it... We'll never stop. <laughs> we'll never stop. We'll never stop, but that's coming. That's coming. Let's see, if I if, if I had to pick one, it would, it would probably actually be Final Fantasy mm-hmm. and not Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts. Although they're like, they're like neck and neck. That's like, fair. You can't, I can't have one without having the other. Mm-hmm. But like, if I had to pick one, it would have to be Final Fantasy. Um, because Final Fantasy music specifically is what pushed me to be a musician. Mm. Um, so I I think I owe it to that. And and I've seen I I go to the Distant Worlds live like live orchestration concerts. That's really um, cool. anytime I can. Uh, anytime. Although I've been to a Kingdom Hearts one, Ooh. they just they don't have them very often. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you've. You've played all the, I'm pretty sure you've played all the Final Fantasy games and you're really into that mm-hmm. series. So that makes sense that the music gets really connected and that you would put it above Kingdom Hearts. Don't worry. I won't uh, give you a hard time for not picking Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they both come from Square and sometimes mm-hmm. Square like they kind of go through their composers, you know, um, sometimes I say that, but like. Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts really has kind of stuck with the same composer on each of them. Um, do you mm-hmm. do you know? I know you know. Well, I assume you know who the Kingdom Hearts composer is. Yes, because it's uh, Shimomura. Yeah, Yoko Shimomura. Um, you know, she's done all of the Kingdom Hearts games, um, but she's also she also did Final Fantasy fifteen. Mm. And when you're listening to the Final Fantasy fifteen music, you're like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's her (laughs) yes um because you know like in the big in the big kingdom hearts songs like not like the disney stuff but like the main kingdom hearts tracks like character themes or maybe the huge battle themes and stuff like that you get lots Mm -hmm. of like running piano that you're like 
I swear to God, there's like 10 people playing that piano right now. <laughs> That's the 15 soundtrack as well. Oh, okay. All over the place. All over the place. Huge, grand, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? But but I don't think anybody has helped her with the Kingdom Hearts music. I'm pretty sure it's been like all her. I think so, yeah. There's like, there's one other person who helps her with the like the orchestration orchestrated versions of like the theme songs Mm. but outside of that that's like four songs in how many games (laughs) (laughs) one two three four five six seven like eleven seven seven or eight i don't know how many yeah Yeah. who knows (laughs) um enough more to come (laughs) enough yeah more to come um now the the main composer for Final Fantasy, Nobuo Uematsu, um, he's not he's not composing as much these days. He's pretty old. Um, he was born in '59, so he's he's getting up there. But um, he was he was the only composer for one through nine, I believe wow. it was. He did most of ten, a lot of eleven and twelve, or a lot of eleven, some of twelve. And then he's helped with like 13 and 14 and 15, but only like in small, small amounts. Okay. But, you know, he based his entire career on just writing the Final Fantasy music, at least the first however long that was, 12 years? Mm, A little bit more than that, I think. But, you know, that was a lot. If you ever played a Final Fantasy game, there's a lot of music in each of those games. It's a ton. Mm Mm-hmm. But, well, it's, you know, it's comparable to Kingdom Hearts. So, there's that. I mean, yeah, no. Because you have to have music for everything, whether it's the characters, whether it's for just exploring or battles and types of battles. Yeah, there's there's a lot of music that can go into games. Mm-hmm. I have, um, anytime I go on a car trip that's more than, like, an hour and a half long, um, mm-hmm. I always bring a, along my physical copy of uh, the Final Fantasy IX soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I just pop in the first disc, and it plays through completion, and I pop in the second disc. And <laughs> depending on how long... It's, there's four discs of the thing, so depending on oh, okay. how long the trip is, I get through quite a bit of music. And like each of those tracks are like a minute and a half to two minutes long, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not not terribly, but there's That's a lot. Funny. There's like yeah. 20, 20-some tracks, I think, on each each disc. Oh, wow. But you get to you get to make car trips with your Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, unless unless you don't. <laughs> no, actually, it's been a while since I've listened to the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, like while traveling. I think it's kind of been a little bit pushed off the side for audiobooks and podcasts mm-hmm. at the moment. That's fair. But no, that whenever I got that Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, it was like nonstop, like all trips and just any time I had time to listen to that. It was so that game or you know. For artists from Kingdom Hearts, but... <laughs> well, like, especially with the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, like, it's... Because a lot of it's not necessarily original to the game. It's just... It's recomposed versions of, like, the classic Disney songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. Sometimes it is... Even in a Disney world, sometimes it's original music. Um, but some... But just hearing, like, her versions of those Disney songs, though, like, they're I love just, it. They're just great. I love it. Do you have a favorite world in Kingdom oh, Hearts gosh. that you love to listen to the music? Haha, <laughs> I got you now. <laughs> no, that's so hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be here for hours trying to figure out what my favorite one what is. If, oh no. What if we what if I asked you like a specific game? Would that help? <laughs> I like Twilight Town, I guess. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. It's one that definitely pops in my head that, you know, just... But, like, even when you go visit, like, Winnie the Pooh, just even though it's the Winnie the Pooh, mu- the Winnie the Pooh music, just that mm-hmm. simple, it's whimsical just so classic. Tune, just cute you gotta, and fun. I sing along. Yes. I, like, they, it just plays the music, but I, like, sing over the top of it. I'm like, this song was meant to be sung. Dang it, I'm gonna sing it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I always liked, uh, in Birth by Sleep, I always liked going to, like, the Sleeping Beauty world. Mm. um i don't know what it is about that about the music just like just the not the battle music but just the regular music in that in that world like um if it's just like the clarinet that she uses in that song is just so like 
I don't know, it's tantalizing. It just, once I hear it, like if I'm playing Birth by Sleep and I get there with the character, I'm just going to stand there in the save sp- the, the um, save spot and <laughs> just listen to the music because I, I can't help it. That's what's great about that music in Kingdom Hearts. You just want to keep mm-hmm. listening to the music and it just, mm-hmm. it just adds to the game and it just, it makes me smile when I hear the music. Absolutely. And I, now I need to go play Kingdom Hearts. Dang it. Well, in, like, every world, like, you have, like, your regular music, and then you, it shifts. It just kind of shifts into the battle music when enemies pop up, and it mm-hmm. just fits the same vibe of, like, the background music. And then when the battle's over, it just kind of slips back into um, into that. And I just, oh, I love, when, I love when games do that in general. Like, the music never really stops that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. It just kind of shifts into this new thing. Um, or sometimes, some games, especially recently, have started doing, like, you have, like, your normal version of the song, but then when the battle starts, it shifts into the battle version of the same song. Like, it might just mm. maybe add some percussion, something to jazz you up, but it's the same melody. It's the same instrument, kind of instrument choices and stuff like that. It battles mm-hmm. over, just kind of dies back into the chill version. I really, I really like that. It's the seamless stuff like that in music gets me. It's like the nerdy, the nerdy side of me coming out of it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it's like I said, I mean, that also works well, which is like the gameplay too. If you can go through that smooth transition between exploring and then getting to the battles, like it's also amazing that you also have the music doing the same thing as well. And that, like we said, like music can is a very important part of video games and have it all work together really mm-hmm. well just makes it all together much more enjoyable experience absolutely and like a lot a lot of the times for me with with video game music i don't need like a beat to keep me going like if it's like a if it's one of those energetic kind of games i don't like need the beat to be there i don't need something to push me along um i need something to go along with what's happening mm-hmm. just like sometimes, sometimes those two are the same thing. Sometimes that might be some something to keep uh, to keep your energy up while you're experiencing whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what what I think Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy both do really well is letting you allowing you to have an emotional connection to what is happening through yes. the music. Like I know a lot of times, uh, like especially for Brandon. I can play a specific song from the from the whole Kingdom Hearts series, and he'll go, "Oh, that was the scene when this happened." Mm. Like, and and all of those emotions come rushing back to him. Um, and both of those series are really, really good at doing that. Um, and yes. then my my favorite my favorite Final Fantasy music soundtrack is the ninth game, which made me happy. <laughs> When I found out that that's Nobuo Uematsu's favorite soundtrack that he did as mm. well, because um, that was he kind of just like went all out. He went abroad and studied so much in like different places, came back and put this huge, like it wasn't like a final soundtrack, but he made it for him. He made it feel like I'm going to put everything I have down on the paper. And I'm not going to leave anything behind, um, mm-hmm. and it came up with so much so much emotional music and a lot of times people hear emotional music and they think sad music but emotional music like any anything anything um every song in the game has like a specific feeling that you can just if you listen to it enough you get that feeling like you understand mm-hmm. you get it and um in yoko shimamura she's so good doing that as well like with kingdom hearts series mm-hmm. yeah. i love them i love them both so much because they're able to do that in their music definitely yeah no it's it's like what more to be said about their music <laughs> right yeah. do you have do you have a favorite kingdom Hearts song dare i ask uh i no you shouldn't ask <laughs> <laughs> i i honestly think it just depends i think it depends like either while I'm playing the game, what mood I'm in, just what I'm listening to. Like, it just, I think comes and goes. I don't really think I've ever been really tired of any particular ones, but I think they, cause they all just 
evokes some type of emotion. So it's, mm-hmm. I can't pinpoint a favorite. But what about you? Should I ask you if you have a favorite? I think I can. Because I, I, I have loved this song so much since the very first game came out. And I am so happy that they've never let it go. <laughs> it's in every game, and I'm sure will continue to be in every single game. And that's that's dearly beloved. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you hear that song. You hear that song in the game, like, in like when you're playing the game from time to time. But it's always the menu, yes, like the main menu song too. And you get you get a different version with every game. Um, I like. <laughs> And, you know, Dearly Beloved is usually such a pretty, almost sad, but almost hopeful song. Very Mm -hmm. high piano. Not a lot happening outside of, like, a little bit of high piano and some, like, high violin wailing a little bit. Um, But then the music game came out, and you got this really cool, upbeat, jazzy version of it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, like, it's not... In the grand scheme of Kingdom Hearts and that song, that is not an appropriate version of that song because it it's not, like, emotionally, it's not the same. Those two things are not there for each other. Mm-hmm. It, Dearly Beloved needs to have this specific kind of emotion behind it. But with the jazz version, they're just like, I ah, don't worry about that, let's just play the song. Um, <laughs> but it's upbeat and it's so cool. Like, I love it. I love it so much. I had that thing on repeat when it came out. I still need to play that one. Ah, so I'll send it to you soon, I promise. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. So good. <laughs> well, I mean, do you think we've covered enough about Kingdom Hearts? Or are there other games that come to mind for you that we haven't mentioned or that you've thought of since we've been discussing video game music? Um, oh my gosh. Well, if we continue talking about Kingdom Hearts, um, we're just going to end up talking about Utada again, I think. Um <laughs> We haven't even mentioned her yet. No, so she so, deserves but, her own but let's, month-long yeah. episodes. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, seriously. seriously. Um, well, maybe we'll wait for her to announce her next big thing, and then we can yes. kind of go all out on Utada Hikaru. Um, <laughs> um, let's yes. see. Um, oh, some other games that I just love. And, and a lot of these games, I love them for different reasons. Um, I have played so much Stardew Valley mm-hmm. in the last, like, four years of my life um the music is just like it's excellent cozy game music excellent and it changes with the seasons and i love it so flipping Mm -hmm. much um so that's nice like chill music also uh elder scrolls music Mm -hmm. Uh, elder scrolls music can be absolutely not chill In fact, sometimes the music in the game is quite anxiety-inducing. Not usually my thing. <laughs> um, but sometimes the music will put you in like high alert and you're just like, and I'm about to get murdered from somewhere. <laughs> um, but, but there's also some very nice um, relaxing pieces in Elder Scrolls as well. Let's see, and the only, the only game that I specifically wrote down that we haven't talked about um, it's music from the Nier series, N I E R, okay. and I don't think, I don't think I've spent any amount of time really talking about the Nier games on the podcast. I feel like maybe you mentioned it briefly at one point, at least one of the games. But yeah, no, we really haven't dived hmm. into those games as much. Maybe we'll have to do an episode when I, when I attempt to explain <laughs> the world of near because yes. it is it's like the plot of near takes place in the real world with a question mark at the end of it <laughs> but it's so like it's so bizarre like it's well not bizarre is maybe not the right word it's it takes place in the far future like of our world like the some events happen and you have some awful stuff that come out of those events and then you move forward in time like by a lot um, so maybe that might, maybe we should have an episode when I try, I try to explain that to you because that might be a mess, an entertaining mess, but it'd probably be a mess. But the music for Nier, um, is like gut wrenching. Mm. Um, that's kind of what the entire series does and they succeed in part thanks to the music. 
where if you play near, you fall in love with the characters and terrible things happen. And while your heart is shattering into a thousand tiny pieces, um, the music is just kind of like washing over you to make sure that you can't put the pieces back together. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something. It's really something. But it's a whole, like, and that's one of those things where you can listen to the music, I think, and be like, oh, well, this sounds nice. But then you have to play the game and get the experience of, like, mm. experiencing what's happening in the story with the music on top. Because then you'll make that connection that you won't be able to, like, you'll be frantically trying to detach those two things so you can just enjoy the music. But it's like PTSD. It always comes back. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it seems yeah. like it yeah. does a good job. It's what it's supposed to. It doesn't mean it'll be necessarily enjoyable it, in that way. It but. does. <laughs> it absolutely does. It absolutely does. I played the near games in like reverse order. There's two. Um, and I played them in reverse order. I played the second one. And then I went back and played the first one. Um, but mm. you don't you don't have to play the first one to like understand the second one at all. Because there's like, I don't know, 6,000 years or something between the two games. <laughs> They're connected, but they're not, like, relevant to each other. And by the time I reached the end, I was doing the final, like, mission kind of thing. The very last thing that you can do in the game, I was doing it. It's the end of the story. Um, and I'm just, like, sitting on my floor, like, trying to frantically do this thing. Because it's like a shoot em, shoot em up thing, like, bullet hell kind mm. of thing. Um, but I'm also, like, crying profusely because of the music that they're just, like, shoving into my face. Uh, which is called back throughout the entire game. Mm. So, like, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I'm trying to deal with this crap. <laughs> and the music is coming and, like, emotionally abusing me. <laughs> it's a fun time, I promise. You should play it. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if I need to put myself through that. <laughs> Oh, I'll just, we'll just, we'll do an episode where I just, I explain it. I'll just tell you the story and then you don't have to go do that to yourself. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Well, you kind of mentioned a, a, like an unsettling game or at least music that kind of fits along with that. And then kind of a cozy one. I do actually have one of each of those as well. I could mention. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes. Okay. So... Uh, Control, which was one of the games okay. that I played earlier this year. I mean, and mm -hmm. that game just has a lot of... I think it's definitely a game that the less you know going into it, the better experience it is. But there's so much just mystery and intrigue and supernatural, otherworldly things in the game. And the music is so great in that game. It's everything is unsettling. It's just like, what's around the next corner... What are you going to run into? It just really feeds into that. And then there's other random moments where just the music is like freaking amazing and you want to rock out too. And it just works so well with like certain sequences of the game that are just a freaking blast and that you wish you could play multiple times in a row because the way the music <laughs> works well. And there's one in particular mm -hmm. where the song, it's just like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is freaking amazing. Like, my character is just, like, going all out. And no matter how fast or how slow you play that part of the game, the music somehow seems to just play just right with it. So, like, if you are slower at trying to get through the different areas, it, like, seamlessly, like, repeats some of the lyrics and just... So it makes it almost like this, like, perfect never-ending song or it just... It's it's so interesting, but it's really cool. Maybe someday I'll play it. Maybe. I don't know. Those kind of like jump scare horror games, they don't we don't get along very well. But I hear so yeah. many good things about it though. I don't want to like miss out no, on it. No, no, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, especially towards the beginning, like I just you kind of feel I'll just say you can kind of feel a little bit powerless in the beginning, but then you feel like you can conquer the world. And so it can be better. But no, okay. the music is really great in that game. And there's even like hidden gems, like little Easter eggs based on actual like real artists that they like input into the games. That's cool. Like Remedy, I think 
the like the publisher they uh who, who also created alan wink and everything they have i can't remember the band's name they have a specific band that they've had like at least one of their songs in every single one of the games and like one of them is like you go into a certain room and control and like one of their songs is just playing like blasting in there and you could just like listen to it <laughs> Huh. It's interesting. I always love, like, musical product placement in games. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it was, like, actual... Like, okay, so, like, Final Fantasy XV, there is so much actual real-world product placement in that game because they wanted to make it, like, a game that was, like, based on reality, which mm-hmm. meant a million things of product <laughs> placement. That's I find that to be incredibly annoying. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, I understand. Let's move on with the game. Um, but when it's like music and stuff, I like I get giddy. Absolutely just like out of my chair. I'm so excited because mm-hmm. I understood that reference. Like things like that, you know. Yeah. That was made for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess I'll 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 try to get around to it someday. Yeah. I think I own the first one. I think it was like a PlayStation Plus game at some point. Yeah, that's how I played it. But Another game, though, that I think you would probably be on more, more into playing is called Lake. Mm-hmm. Now, that is, like, a total, like, cozy, chill game. Which one is that? It's it's an indie game. You're, you're this girl named Meredith. It takes place in 1986, <gasps> and you go to your hometown, and you deliver mail. It's it's that game. Yes, yes. I, th- I think, and you're just wandering, and you're you're, like, delivering mail, but, like, you're just kind of, like, watching and looking at stuff and everything just kind of like builds around you right like the plot does and stuff like that yeah like it kind of takes place over like am i thinking of the right game yeah like it's more of you're there you're on like vacation from your work and you're just trying to go back to your hometown and kind of figure out your life because it's a big turning point in your life but then also just getting distracted by what's there as well but that game is so chill and the music I really enjoyed the music in the game. There's only a couple songs and they play it off as because most of the game you're delivering mail. So when you're in the mail truck, you have to listen to the radio and it's a very small town. So they don't have like a large (laughs) variety of music. So there's like at least like four or five songs or whatever. So you just listen to them. But they're just I don't know. They're just like all just like so chill and they're just all kind of fun. And I really enjoyed them all. I think some people would probably be annoyed by being like, I've already heard this song 50 times. But I just got really invested into just like being able to be in this like game, just completely relaxing. And I would totally play this game again and again. <laughs> uh, funny story. I I, I just I, I um, minimized the uh, tab I had open. Um, uh-huh. And I have it downloaded on my computer. <laughs> I took it off Game Pass, apparently, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Actually, there is a good few games that I haven't... I've been too busy playing, like, big, like, new release games for the past several months. It's been a very mm-hmm. busy, busy uh, 2022. But maybe someday all things will slow down. And I have that. I have, like, Coffee Talk and mm-hmm. Escape Academy. Oh, yes. I have all sorts of things I need to at least try to play. Yeah. Unless I'll just play Donut County again. <laughs> oh, I can do that's that. a fun one. It's a, that's a fantastic but game. But no, Lake, yeah, is fun. You could also just look up the music from the game and see it's pretty chill. It's actually really funny because I thought the music was specifically created for the game. But I, when I ended up looking about, into mm-hmm. it further and like reading the end credits, it's all from Epidemic Music, which I don't know if people are familiar with that. It's a place where you can like get a subscription and use the music for your projects and stuff you use it in, in video editing and stuff but oh it's music from there huh. okay That's yeah funny. <laughs> but i was like oh because like some of those like songs like on any of those like sites where you get licenses to music it could be hit or miss but i was like oh no these are kind of gems i like this music for some reason and now you know where to get it <laughs> <laughs> hey sometimes it's sometimes even if it's just like you know um music anybody can use things like that like sometimes you just you sometimes you find bangers Mm -hmm. it's just how it is so true yeah (laughs) yeah those are little two i thought i would uh mention since you mentioned an eerie one and kind of a chill one (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad you did because i have like i just haven't gotten around to play it yet (laughs) apparently yeah no i understand yeah okay well 
Is there any other last-minute things about video game music you want to add before we go ahead and end it? Listeners, if you're a person who chooses to listen to other music when you play games or if you choose to have the volume down, I recommend that you listen more closely to some of the music. You might find some music that you really enjoy mm-hmm. or just that really connects with you. Yeah. I spend a lot of time uh, with students every year, of course, because I'm a teacher. Um, but I we have a lot of conversations about liking the kind of music that you like. Like, even if it's not like a mainstream type of music, like video game music, uh, TV film soundtracks, mu- Broadway mm-hmm. musicals, anime music, like anything. Um I am like, I will shout it from the rooftops. If you like it, listen to it. And if you listen to it, share it because other people like it too. So help me God. (laughs) Because, I mean, I've built my, like, my whole career off of my love for music. Um, And this is where my love of music came from. So, you know, listeners, if you have, if you have favorite game soundtracks or musical moments in games, things like that, like, we would love, absolutely love to hear about them so please let us know mm-hmm. okay all right well listeners be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts because we we have our, our schedule is currently every other tuesday um and we would love for you to catch the next episode um we'd also appreciate it if you would take a minute to write us a review leave comments email us anything um we would love to talk to our viewers more often uh so reach out to us we'll reach out back you can follow us anywhere on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, anywhere at uh, PodDemastered. And you can email us at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. So until we see you again, farewell. <laughs>